2: Welcome to another episode of the Hoops and Have a Visance podcast. I'm Alex.
1: And I'm Ruben.
2: And I'm Tim. I was about
1: there to say, Tim, introduce yourself. Is. You've been here there enough times go. now. I'm um,
0: back. I'm back. Two yeah. weeks in
1: a row, baby. <laughs>
2: oh yeah. Third third guest time is the charm. You you get to introduce yourself from now on.
1: That should be the rule now, I think. Like yeah. <laughs> after you're like at your third time you can just introduce
2: yourself because
0: all right mama we made it
2: (laughs) oh man okay so let's uh do we want to talk about the the change in what we're doing now podcast wise the fact that yeah i
1: mean we should because you know we're sponsored
0: so (laughs) yes sir this is this is all you man Uh, you you take it away
2: i'm pretty pretty easy for the listeners like literally for you guys nothing is gonna change um you still just listen to the to the podcast and it still comes to you uh you don't have to resubscribe or anything uh but we are part of armchair media now um just on the podcast side of things this just gives us an opportunity to uh probably starting next week um have a couple of ads um to help pay for everything that we do (laughs) which is the website the podcast and uh, everything else but we can't pay Mm -hmm. tim we're not allowed to because he lives in california
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, that's, that's right. True.
2: <laughs> so, fuck Tim.
0: Well, I'll do it for free Girl Scout cookies. Uh, well, the Girl, ah, Girl Scout cookies over, are dude, done for the so year. Last... Oh, man. Today this was... is just honestly, this is a chance for uh, Alex and Ruben to get rich and just look down on all of you peasants.
2: I mean, just, you know, man. I'm kind of
1: already on my way on that, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's
2: your MO, Ruben, not mine.
1: Yeah. But, you know, I'm a, I'm a benevolent. You know, leader? benevolent person. So I will not leader, more like
2: just person. You're a Mavs Twitter so, leader.
1: Eh, not. Re- I mean, like, I maybe like top ten,
0: but we'll see. You know, not a leader.
1: I mean, I guess. But anyway, so yeah. <laughs> so we're so we're doing ads now, so you get to hear our yeah. You some ad reads hopefully coming soon. You know, Um we're really excited about it. Thank you again, guys, uh, Armchair Media for. You know, having us on, it's a really great opportunity, I think, for both sides, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah.
2: It gives so us a chance to kind of... grow and, and just get better at everything, so. Exactly. And the more money that we have to invest in the podcast, the better it is for you guys as, as listeners, so. Exactly. Um, with that, I mean, we can kind of go back into doing what we always do, which is talk about the last week of basketball. let
1: Let's go. So, let's see. The first game that we had... Uh, for this week, since what was it? I think on Monday,
2: mm-hmm. we
1: played the Timberwolves. Uh, yeah, the we then- played them twice this week. I know we'll get to that, but we beat the Timberwolves by 16 points. It looks like mm-hmm. uh, 139,
2: 123.
1: Yeah, it was a good game. Uh, let's see who had a good game today. Uh, who had a good game that day? Ah, uh, let's see. Everybody it looks like yeah. <laughs> Tim had 23. Luca had 20. Chris Knox had 15, Seth had 19. Seth has been we'll talk about it a little in a little bit, but Seth has been on a fucking tear this week. So um Delon mm-hmm. had 16. What the hell? Like it was a good game for I think for a lot of the our players. So to Yeah, not one.
0: not a lot of times are we going to put up one. I mean, this speaks to kind of the kind of shape Minnesota's in right now, but you get a combined two for 14 from deep out of Chris Stapps and Luca, and you still put up 139, like, that's not going to happen often. Um, yeah, yeah, no. Obviously, both games we played against them this week, no Carl Anthony Towns. Uh, Russell, I, I guess we could kind of use this chance to talk about a little bit what the Timberwolves are doing since they're kind of a chaotic mess right now. Yeah. I love D'Angelo Russell. I like that for them going forward. I That could be a situation where – Both teams win that trade, but for now, especially with Cat out, it's just, it's a complete mess. They're headed for the top of the lottery. Honestly, if Seth comes back, Minnesota's my pick to finish dead last in the West.
1: Really? Oh, shit.
0: Yeah, especially if I I don't see a point in them really bringing Cat back this season, unless they want to, unless they're serious about moving him and they want to, like, showcase him as an asset. I don't, I don't
1: know. They wouldn't trade for D'Angelo. But, yeah. You know.
2: no. They literally traded yeah. for D'Lo to keep Carl Anthony Towns happy. That's called,
1: that's called hustling backwards oh. if they do that, yeah. you know? <laughs> like, not a good idea. Yeah.
2: Um,
1: yeah, they're a really young team. They're a really weird, weirdly, like, built team now. Like, again, like, I wrote about it. I wrote about both games, actually. But, um, you know, I wrote about this game. I was just like, I honestly do not remember who the fuck is on the scene. <laughs> like, because they made so many moves.
2: Yeah. Yeah it's a you weird know? team
1: yeah it's a really weird team like I was like like Naz Reed's now like or I guess now he's our backup now he's their starting because Kat's out like Juan Hernan Gomez is on there which I was like oh I forget he's on James yeah. Johnson like I was like oh James Johnson's on the scene too that's great like I know Jared Culver is a uh, Bryce's baby baby boy can, can,
2: um, can I just say real quick that like uh, Wancho Hernan, Hernan Gomez Has to be like one of the best names in the NBA Currently I love it dude I
1: love it Yeah so. like,
2: for
0: sure
1: The shame he's Spanish But yeah it's fine <laughs> Oh man but, yeah. I mean like but just generally this, this team Like I like Malik Malik Beasley like that kid's gonna be good I think He's gonna be a chucker a little bit but You know from what I've seen of him very little of what I've seen he just seems more of a chucker but When it goes in it goes in and it looks nice So mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, first, first game against us, uh, 8 for 20 from the field, not great, but, I mean, 5 and 12 from deep, the guy, yeah, like you said, he's going to, especially now with uh, what's going on with their roster, he's going to have a chance to put up a lot of shots this season and kind of be be a second or third option on a team where he would probably be the sixth or seventh option on, a, on any kind of playoff roster, you know? Exactly,
1: yeah, so... It's a good opportunity for him, so that's good. Yeah, yeah. Um, and again, like our team, just we, you know, laid down the law that day, which was good.
2: And then we laid down the law the next game on Wednesday. We,
1: we did against the the dastardly, classless Spurs.
2: I mean, let's be honest. Like the Spurs are, out of the southwestern conference teams, like not one of my least favorite.
1: Yeah, they're not. They're not for me either. But like i have this thing where. I know a lot of Spurs fans through like mm-hmm. college and stuff like that. Yeah, because you went and to college so, in like, Well, UNT, but yeah, same difference. Anyway, oh, I meant where you so, went to after UNT. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That's different. Anyway, so, <laughs> I, so I know a lot of people. Like, I know a lot of people who are uh, Spurs fans, and so they always talk about how classy the organization is and like blah blah blah. Which is why on Twitter, I just go like, I always like mention that they're classless, like for no reason. Like, there's no actually. There's no like. Mm-hmm. You know, reason for me to say that. I'm just, I just do it because I know it annoys the shit out of, like, Spurs fans in general. You know? Yeah. So, but, I mean, like, this game, I mean, we almost gave it up at the end. Like, I thought maybe Pop was going to have one last, like, run in him. You know, to come back and destroy us. And I was totally terrified.
2: Yeah. But, but we we pulled it off somehow, some way. So... Yeah, I mean, it was kind
0: of yeah. kind of the opposite of a lot of games this year to where they did have a big lead. They had Spurs whittled it down eventually. I think took like a one-point lead at some point in the fourth quarter. But yeah. uh, the Mavs actually, for one of the few times a season, turned it on late. And yep. there was a sequence after the Spurs took the lead where I think it went Luka bucket, then three straight Luka assists, and then another step back three. And by the time he was done with that, they were up by like eight, and it kind of salted the game away. So – even if it's against the Spurs team, that's, you know, not what that uh it's not up to the standard that organization is used to. It is great to see the Mavs play a final five minutes to where, okay, they kind of got the shit scared out of them, but they put the foot down, stepped on the gas, and just shut a team down, closed it out and got a road win. Yep.
1: Yeah. And like it's funny too, because like I'm looking at the stat sheet right now. And so I know like I know some people from Spurs Twitter now and like the Reddit guy from Spurs and uh so they have like a a big feud with Marco Bellinelli for some reason <laughs> like okay. for some reason like half the fan base is blocked by Marco Bellinelli.
2: <laughs> wow.
1: I don't know. I don't know why. Like I guess it, I think maybe after this year this like he was terrible. Dude went fucking 4 for 6, 4 for 6 from 3 against us like at 14 points. Had a pretty decent game and I was like why do you guys hate him like against <laughs> we'll us, like you know like i don't know just weird i was looking at it right now and i'm like you should be mad at fucking you know uh murray he went three for 13 <laughs> like
2: yeah. you but know I like mean, why are you
1: or patty mills went three three for 11 dude <laughs> like come on
2: but they think that dejounte murray's like one of their young guys that's gonna help them be relevant again
1: and i mean he might one day i don't know anything about him like going the, the only guys that really know anything about are like lonnie wall. And like Bryn Forbes only because his name sounds like a Game of Thrones ass name. Okay. So, so I was like, oh, I need, I need to follow this guy a little bit because that's just an interesting name. So, but I mean, just in general, like their team's, their team was weird. Like there's, I know there's some discussion about like them re-signing uh, DeMar DeRozan and like the fan base is like, yes, because he'll guess in the playoffs. The other, fan base, the other side is like, the other side is like, no, because he sucks or not because he sucks, but every stat guy, blah, blah, you know stuff like that i mean
2: you know maybe i'm wrong but at some point you have to make a decision on where your team is headed and i don't know that the spurs are headed in an upward trajectory while the rest of the nba is for the most part like you know this is an opportunity for the spurs to like reevaluate their needs (laughs) and where they are as a team yeah, because I
0: feel like they're, I feel like they're stuck in a real similar place to where we were a few years ago. pre luca lo- When it was like yeah. in like 2015, bar, when it was bars 2016. West yeah. And, uh, yeah. It's just it's a weird place for them. And they're going to have like a lot of irrational hatred and feelings. There's a lot of I'm not say a lot, but definitely not the majority. But there's even like this. Should we fire Popovich Shatter and all this? They're just it's been 25 years since they've been here they're not used to it and they kind of don't know how to handle
2: it (laughs) which is understandable like also like this is pops next to last year i think he's already said like next year's his last year so i i get it like they want to be good they want to be a playoff team yeah just at the moment they're not
1: they're not and i don't know like just like i mean that game was i mean that game definitely had like you know just had like whenever we play against the spurs it's always a tight game well not always but like a lot of the time often yeah they're tight yeah you know I'm like we're three zero against them this year so That's far, awesome. I think. which is crazy like we haven't won a series against them since i think i think mark mark followwell said 2009 2010
0: okay so it's yeah. been a decade yeah. you know <laughs> and, when, and when's the last time we had a chance to sweep them like yeah God. i know so I won, it yeah. happened. yeah
1: i don't know dude like it's crazy like it's kind of crazy like the trajectory of both these teams like one's obviously trending like, mm-hmm. we have luca and kp who are gonna tamper you know yeah in the offseason just trying to figure out like what they want to do you know stuff and like then, i don't like you know stars don't go to the spurs either like you don't go to
2: San Antonio, like yeah
1: on their own you know like demar got traded there for Kawhi. you I mean, know so.
2: aldridge went there on his own
1: yeah but i want to consider aldridge like a not even when he, has, when he signed, like, he was a, like, a B tier a... player. Yeah, you know, like, that's, I think, like, that's kind of like, unfortunately,
2: us. When's the last that, time the Mavericks uh, yeah. signed a B tier free agent?
1: Signed? I mean, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. like honestly. I, you know, and I think a lot of people, you know, I don't know, just some, you know, I just have thoughts about that team. And yeah. just because I've had. Such a long history with them, so...
2: But, you know, I also think that, you know, if we're talking about getting free agents, I know that many Mavs fans are going to get planned powder PTSD. Um, but I think that the Mavericks have a better chance now than they did in the Dirk era of getting a- another star to play alongside Luka and KP. Just because yeah. of Well, their... it was... Go ahead.
0: It was a big... Thing this week, I listened to Zach Lowe's podcast, and he had the episode with Jared Dudley. And
1: yeah.
0: Zach Zach Lowe said he's talked to a few front office guys now. Not he said he's not predicting, or no one's predicting this will happen. But he said the doomsday scenario amongst these front office guys is Giannis and Luca teaming up, and that, oh, yeah. But, yeah. I saw that, and that it would it would just be a wrap. And Jared Jared Dudley, to a man, said, "Yeah, these guys are gonna want to play with Luca. Like they're gonna head his way and." You know what's LeBron got is I by the time Luca's rookie contract is done, I think LeBron's gonna be final two if not final season. So yeah, well I yes. think LeBron uh, has
2: said he wants to play at least one year with Bronny, like that's his goal.
0: Yeah, he's a cyborg, so I don't doubt it.
2: Yeah, and what Bronny's a freshman this year he in
1: high a freshman, school. Freshman sophomore. He's one of those. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He's
1: pretty young. Honestly. He's been
0: braun could take three years off and just wait on Bronny to get the league and just produce like six oscar winning movies probably
1: and... <laughs> like space jam 2 yeah
0: yeah space jam 2 is gonna be bad
1: i know i'm so excited for it though <laughs> the shoes are bad in my opinion but anyway <laughs> the shoes that little has been dropping for space jam i don't know i don't like them <laughs>
2: i like that okay but, you know okay so let's, so let's well, get... the... go ahead wait what
0: I was just real quick, speaking of shoes, do we have a timetable on the Lucas drop thing? Uh
1: no, no. so you know, after talking to some people on time, what normally happens is like they'll bring out like um you know the the player editions, you know? Yeah. So he like I think Lucas said he likes like the fours a lot. So he'll probably get like a player edition four, you know, where it's like it has his logo and then like certain colorway he wants and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I don't know if he's ever. He might. I think him and Zion are probably gonna get shoes. You, you know, signature shoes. I just have no idea when. Yeah. I, I think eventually I want to get someone on the podcast who can talk about that, like Hendo. Yeah, I someone, think it would be you know? great to have Chris yeah, so. Anderson
2: on the to, to yeah. talk about that because he he knows way more about the shoe game and, and that industry than anybody else, maps yeah. media wise that I'm aware of.
1: Yeah. So.
2: Um, do we want to talk about their our, our only loss this week?
1: I mean fucking Seth Seth Curry, bro, like thirteen for fifteen, eight from eight for nine from three, like dude went nuclear. <laughs> um
0: So we can touch on the loss, but yeah, let's uh Let's focus on this for a minute because just you said Seth Curry's had a great week. Seth Curry's had a great month. Fifty nine point one percent from fuck. deep in the month of February. He's up to forty four point eight on the season. Like I think I wrote about it in one of the early articles I did for us. Um, mm-hmm. He's, I, I said, like he's shooting a little under his norm right now. It's gonna progress back to the norm, and now he's like blown past it. I mean, I. And Jay Kemp wrote a great article for The Athletic um, basically saying Luke is going to be there. Chris Stapps is going to be there. But if we're going to swing a series against a higher seed in the playoffs, it's going to be Seth Curry that kind of swings that. Yeah. You know? That makes and sense. I'll do, respect, I'll do respect to Hardaway, but Seth Curry's kind of that third option wild card. I don't know. You could think if one of those two guys has a great game, we have a fighting chance every night. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I think, you know, Hardaway and Curry and are weirdly playing similar roles for the Mavericks right now.
1: Yeah, I think I saw a tweet where it was, I forgot who had said it. And I'm so sorry for forgetting it for listening. But it was like, so we have like, you know, our one and two, obviously. And mm-hmm. then our third option is just like a rotating between Seth or Tim or
2: whoever. Something that's, been, un- something that's been underrated this year for Hardaway, though, has been his defense. Like... Yeah, he's you been know, pretty
1: good. You know, I, I feel like he's slacked on slacked off a little bit recently, but you know, yeah, I most understand part, that. But for the most yeah. part,
2: he hasn't been the revolving door that he was in New York. Yeah, like he still has lapses in <laughs> in defensive judgment, but
1: yeah, but you know, for I the think
0: most part, I think for a lot of players that really relates to how you're doing offensively. Like yeah, defenses, absolutely defense is the thing that should always be just all about effort, and that's the one thing that should be consistent, but getting in these, getting between these guys' ears, how they feel about themselves on one end, especially if they feel like that's their thing, that's going to affect the entire court for them.
2: Oh, for sure. So, like, yeah. just having Tim Hardaway be good has helped him on both sides of the court. Um, So, yeah, that game sucked. <laughs> it, yeah, it, really, I mean, like, it really felt like we were never in it, except for a few moments here or there.
1: Yeah, I mean, when, but, uh, when Seth and Luka and Chrisops went on that fucking run, you know. Yeah,
2: in, like, the late that was awesome. quarter.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, after that, like, you know, you have to rest them. Like, I get that, you know.
2: Yeah.
1: have to rest them. And then, yeah. you know, Justin Jackson and Courtney Lee both got DMP'd. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's not thinking, you know, MKG played four minutes, like, you know, and, had a, and it was a negative one, minus one in those four minutes. So, you know.
0: Yeah. And just file it under one of those basketballs a really weird sport kind of things. Um, yeah. Talk yeah. all season about how the strength of this team is depth and how Rick can like unleash these just deadly bench units and just destroy other teams. Second units. Well, you lost Jalen, you know, we lost Pal a while ago. That's mm-hmm. where, that's where that's really, really going to show up. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's where it takes the biggest hit. Like, we're not going to be as effective depth-wise coming off the bench which, you know, say what you want about Dwight Powell or even like Jalen Brunson's early struggles this season. It hurts. Those are two guys you were really counting on. If for no other reason than depth, you know?
1: Yeah.
2: Um, Yeah. Uh, One thing I did want to mention, though, is that one thing that has been great for the Mavericks has been their resiliency. They still (laughs) I am so sorry. Um, they still, <laughs> with 21 games left in the season, have not lost three games in a row.
1: Which is insane. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can't believe that.
2: <laughs> like, they've lost three or four, but they haven't... Not in a row. Like, they've had yeah. they've had, a, had a win
1: somewhere in the middle of that. Yeah. But to break that
2: up. They have not lost three in a row all season. Um, I feel just... like that's...
0: It's definitely one of the signs of a good team, and I mean, kind of saw it out of Miami. I think the worst thing that could have happened to the Mavericks going into that game was Miami losing to that same terrible Minnesota team we were just talking about Mm -hmm. on their home floor.
1: Yeah. They had something to prove that night, so. Yeah. I'm not not too bummed
0: about it, but whatever. Let's not act like, at least for the fans, that 100% of the attention that day was actually on the game.
2: Oh, for sure. You know, the 21st birthday... The,
0: it's in Dirk, Miami. In Miami, Dirk's there. You know? Dirk's
2: there. They all know they're going to live massive, afterwards.
0: The massive Slovenian contingent is there for him and Goron. Yeah, yeah,
1: which was cool. That was really cool. Yeah, it's cool that they do that, man. Like yeah. every year, it and it
2: wasn't a playoff like... game, so like I'm not that worried about like distractions here yeah. and there. Um...
1: Yeah, we will see them in the finals. It's alright. <laughs> so.
2: We are not going to see them in the finals.
1: Yeah, we'll probably see Milwaukee,
2: actually <laughs> Um. So right, that see. that was the only loss this week and then um today we uh beat Minnesota once again.
1: Had an early game for our uh, for our European friends. Yeah. Yeah. I honestly didn't just... even
2: know that it was an early game till I got home and saw that the game was over and we won. Yeah, I was like, no... okay, like yeah.
0: Yeah. No disrespect to our Slovenian prince, but uh is today the best individual stat line of the season for the map so far? Yeah, oh.
2: 38 points,
1: 13 rebounds, oh, man. five yeah. blocks and four
2: assists. That man was KP? Yeah, that was yeah. KP, yeah. buddy. Yeah, dude. <laughs> you missed the game, bro. <laughs> man, you guys are like trying to give me an orgasm at 7.30 at night. The
1: game, please don't. <laughs> anyway, but...
2: I'm sorry. I mean,
1: man, the game
2: was good, man.
1: Like Kristaps went, you know, 13 for 25, you know. Again, thirty-eight points, had five blocks, four assists, like, like what the hell? Thirteen rebounds, like, yeah. I think individually, and, I think, I think individually, besides a triple double, this is probably like the best outline, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. of any player that we've had this year so
0: far.
2: Yeah, um, I mean, Lucas it, had a couple thirty-point triple doubles, so I'm not sure. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, and Kristoff's getting healthier has kind of been intertwined with the Powell injury and playing him at center. Yeah. Like, yeah. So February. February, he goes 25.2 with 10.6 rebounds per game. Uh, now, March, he's averaging 38 and 13, so in April, he's going to average 51 and 16, I think, if math works out that way, but uh, no, like, February was great for Chris Staps, and obviously, he had a bigger role in a lot of games that Luka was out, so, but, yeah, he's establishing himself as the guy that we paid the max to, and this is why we paid you that, and keep he- doesn't need to be on stairways like other guys around the league to put up these numbers. I don't know
1: why you go in on, on John Collins every day. As he tweets and I'm like, what the hell? Why is he so mad?
0: Because being being petty is a drug to me and it's either <laughs> it's either one of yoda's thousands of followers or old school hawks, just jumping into my mentions with that harry bird avatar That oh man
2: oh man <laughs> just you mean the people that say that Giannis doesn't have a bag
0: yeah those people oh my yeah. god dude
1: uh man i saw today and i was like why the fuck did you tweet that and i'm just like the, the I'm people i like, gonna ask him. like
2: the people that think that rebounds are the only thing that matter in the nba
1: uh, let's talk about something else. So, <laughs> so let's, just, let's, let's not fucking go at Grant right now. Oh, He's man. here. So. <laughs>
2: He's not here to defend himself, but that's okay. He even when he is here to defend himself, there yeah. is no defense.
0: Yeah, I me mean, and Grant, me and Grant are getting that other episode in sometime, don't you? Yeah, rather? just a summer, summer edition. Yeah. Just
1: kind of go at each other, because yep. guys, just go guys, for the jugular
2: you, over and over. You
1: see, if you ever see our slack for whatever reason <laughs> like half of it is Grant and Tim just going at each other like obviously playing but just mm-hmm. like they like just talk mad shit to each other all the time and Drummond is always 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 mentioned somewhere in there <laughs> well it's just
0: it's just well the topics won't be even anywhere close to basketball related like we're talking about even it was on twitter the other day we were talking about his birthday and I was like, I hope you don't drink too much, but if you do, I hope you rebound well. And it's just like we just take these shots at each other out of nowhere, and it's yeah. kind of hilarious to me. It's I'm great. glad it's that, like... I'm definitely glad that he's on board for sure. Oh, definitely. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know,
2: oh,
1: listening to this right now.
2: So. <laughs> I hope so.
1: But anyway, also, anyway, going back to the oh, sorry, go on.
0: No, I just going back to the Slack. I love that there's all these moments where like you can tell that one or two or a few of us are at work and it's just the other two or three of us are going at it. And I've had these moments where I've been at work and you just look down at your phone and there's like 78 new notifications from the Slack. Yeah. It's just, it's, <laughs> it's incredible.
1: I get we, no we, service at work. Yeah. I get no service at work. So
0: yeah. We truly see, are idiots. Yeah.
1: yeah. I love you guys so much though. Yeah. <laughs> Especially like, you and Grant. Oh yeah. Yeah. Both you, man. You two together. Like this is, it's just a, it's a good mix. <laughs> so I'm just, yeah assholery so, uh, oh man, man see seth curry so going back to the game seth curry had 27 points okay yet again just going off <laughs> like it's march madness times my guy so yeah it's good man it was a good game like yeah. i watched it and like i was like because again the slack i was like who's writing and i was like ah fuck so <laughs> i went to go see my family and i was like i gotta go i gotta watch the game my mom was like why and i was like because i have to write you but, know and she yeah. just like yeah she was like okay <laughs> i was like i'll see you later and i was like yeah i'll see you probably next week but i mean overall it's a good game uh i don't know how to feel about mkg yet you know
2: i have not watched him play yet so i can't I mean, say he's anything barely
1: like he barely like plays. i mean he's only like he's on a minimum contract but still it's yeah. like yeah, He played two minutes and 41 seconds today. Had a stat line of one rebound, one turnover, and that's it. <laughs> you
0: know, He did. And... Oh, God, I wish I could remember what exact game this was. I think it was the first game against Minnesota this week, but there was a possession. And it's the one tool he was brought in for where he was running all over the court defensively. And I want to say at some point in each part of the possession, I think there might have been an offensive rebound involved. But he ended up guarding five different players on one Minnesota possession. That's right. I do remember that. I think I wrote yeah. about that. Actually. Yeah, and it and it ended in a stop and a rebound for the Mavs. And this is like, oh, okay, that's why he's here. Yeah, yeah,
1: you know, and just like, but you know, just like, if he's gonna be like our, our like our stopper, basically, like, we gotta somehow incorporate him somewhere. I don't know, dude. Like, I wanted to see timeouts, that, or whatever, but
0: yeah, I wanted to see him in that Atlanta game a couple weeks ago when we didn't have Luka or KP because it's like. Courtney Lee's out there and Trey Young is just torching us. Just yeah. Bring, just tell Mike tell kid Gil kid Gilchrist like, don't worry about offense. Just see number eleven, go get that guy. Go yeah. follow him around. Go if he tries to nutmeg if he tries to nutmeg you, put an elbow into his chest. You know? Uh just like Trevor as, was, as we saw yeah, as we <laughs> saw last night.
1: Oh man, that was crazy.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: All right, let's uh, so let's talk real quick I mean we're getting towards that time of the season let's talk about magic numbers
1: let's do it magic number
2: so yes. as of recording uh, the Mavs magic number to clinch a playoff spot is 12 tied with which at this Oklahoma City and Utah point,
0: which at this point in the season with the lead we have over the 8 is a lock they're making the playoffs so
2: yeah, you would hope so, because next is, they have, their their magic number for the playoffs is 12, their magic number for the 7th seed is 14. So, to kind of give you okay. guys an idea. Okay, um,
0: cool. And just regular standings-wise, that means they are 7.5 up on Memphis, a full 10 up on New Orleans. Uh, Memphis had a huge win last night, but they've kind of been petering out a little bit since the All-Star break, yeah. which... Yeah, and we kind of saw it with Luca last year. If you're built on rookies, like it gets tough. It's a grind, and Absolutely. these young guys are learning the grind. Yeah, exactly. It's, so, it's pretty
2: wild. Um, yeah, the only team in the NBA so far that has clinched a playoff spot is Milwaukee, um,
1: which still insane. Like, still insane. In February, like, what in,
2: the fuck? In February, <laughs> yeah. the The Lakers' magic number is still four, to give you guys an idea. Okay. Um and Toronto's magic number in the East is three. Okay, cool. But somehow, like Milwaukee has ten more wins than second-place Toronto.
1: It's so wild, dude. It and Toronto is. had to go on a run, too. They did, to they get did. Away, so
2: so, <laughs> so this is what I found funny, and we talked about this before recording, but the Mavs' magic number is 12 for the playoffs, point blank. The, the number one seed Milwaukee Bucks, their magic number as of recording is for the number one seed is thirteen. Like there's a legitimate chance that Milwaukee clinches number one before we
1: clinch a playoff spot. Before we
2: clinch a playoff spot. And there's a, a decent chance that with two weeks to go in the season, Milwaukee had has clinched number one in the NBA.
1: That's so wild, uh, dude. That team is ridiculous. Like, I mean, because yeah. they're over fifty-two here.
2: and eight, and the Lakers are forty-five and thirteen. They have a five-game lead on the Lakers.
0: God damn, dude. The gap—the gap between Milwaukee and Toronto, the two in the East right now—is the same as the gap between the Mavericks and the nine-seed Pelicans right now. Yeah, ten games. That's
1: So wild. That's it is. Like, that's ridiculous when you put it in that context. It's like okay, I'm trying to visualize yeah. that.
2: Like, what the hell? Milwaukee is by far the best team in the NBA for the regular season yeah like there's just no question about it there's not a game that Milwaukee plays that I don't think that they're going to win yeah or at least have a very very good chance of winning
0: and James harden did the world a disservice by just angering the Greek guy 40 <laughs> 41 points and 20 <laughs> rebounds a day you know what James Harden, you're right. Giannis doesn't have a bag. He owns the entire <laughs> fucking baggage claim at your airport. That's oh, God.
1: God, it's just, I can't believe you would piss him off like that. Like, why would you do that?
0: <laughs> oh, oh the James Harden. Fucking nuts.
1: Like, as much as I hate them, like, it'd be cool to see them play each other and just, like, just see fucking yeah. Giannis just go ham. The thing is, though, you is know? that
2: James Harden would have to get past the second round of the playoffs for that to happen.
1: I think he doesn't, hasn't he, has he though? No, or no?
2: Yeah, he's gotten to the conference. Yeah, he has. Well, yeah, yeah. He has. I mean,
1: That's third
0: round.
2: Yeah, sorry. Yeah, it's, it's usually the, the second Warriors round. Twice.
0: Yeah. All right. Oh, so... uh, did you see the, did you see what was it? Someone was talking about, I even saved it on my phone. um So you remember the O for 27 that ultimately ended their season in that game seven against the Warriors? Yes.
1: Yeah. Good times.
0: I saw it, I saw it once again last night posted and, I think this has been said before, but whatever, I'll say it again because it never gets old. The probability of missing 27 threes in a row in a game seven with the percentages their players were shooting at the time, 1 in 72,000.
2: <laughs> well, you know what? They. Deserve it. God hates Houston. Around
0: that, <laughs> like, just put that into a blender, liquefy it, and inject it straight into my veins, buddy. God, I love slandering Houston.
2: I mean, especially, this a little bit off topic, but after what the Astros did, the city of Houston deserves no respect. Like the entire city.
0: I said last night, your only legitimate titles belong to the Comet. Yeah. You didn't play play MJ to get your two NBA titles, and your World Series title doesn't count. Screw you guys.
2: Damn, that's so depressing. Oh, shit. All
1: right, let's see. We got some questions this week. Oh, yeah, we do. A few, a few. See, should we go through?
2: Yeah, let's 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 shoot the shit. Let's go.
1: All right, let's go. Okay, so our good friend Grant, oh, no. at Greasy Randy had a poll, and he included it in the question order. So he said, "What's more likely, the Grizzlies make the eight seed, Pelicans make the eight seed, or both make it and OKC gets out, like gets kicked
0: out?" Mm. most likely, or what do you want to see?
2: Most likely, I would say Pels.
0: Yeah, uh, depending on the usage of Zion, but I, they're not super dependent on him. Like if you remove Zion and Jaw from the from the equation, I think the Pels are a lot better because they have Ingram, Drew Holiday, JJ. Yeah, they have. Yeah, they
1: have, yeah. I agree. And as I far have, as I have the Pels making it, so yeah. I have the Pells. making most fun.
0: Yeah. Go ahead. As far as most fun, all those ex Lakers and Zion. I mean, it's a four or five game series, most likely. But Ingram, Alonzo, and all those guys yeah. playing against the Lakers in round one—like, give it to me. thought yeah. that one
1: game they steal, man. That's gonna be some good shit.
0: Watch it be like game yeah. one, too. Like and just... that'd be great. I
1: would love that, dude. Make LeBron sweat a little bit, you know? play. Yeah. Just...
2: <laughs> hey, hey, How hilarious would it be? If the Pels made the playoffs as the eighth seed and then like somehow upset the Lakers,
0: like just poetic
2: I, justice to fucking Anthony Davis. I'd like that. It would be beautiful. I'm trying to, en-
0: I'm trying to envision a scenario in which that happened, and the only one I, you never root for it, but if LeBron somehow got like a high ankle sprain and had to be out like three to four weeks and miss the first round, like yeah, there's yeah, there's an opening there.
2: No, I'm not no, saying I mean, it's likely. I'm just saying, no, I'm like, saying yeah, how
0: yeah. poetic it would be. How crazy would it be? Uh, a couple things he didn't include. Um, If you look, San Antonio, Portland, and Sacramento only like a game behind New Orleans and three yeah. behind the eighth seed right now.
1: That's crazy. It is, yeah. it is right, nice maybe.
2: being in the math's position and not having to freak yeah. out over the eight seed at the moment.
1: I know. Thank God, dude. <laughs> Don't freak out. We're, yeah. we're not under 500, so it's great. <laughs>
0: Just a slight look ahead. Speaking of the Mavs and not freaking out, next eight games, huge opportunity. I think we're going to be favored in all eight games. That may swing on whether Luca plays a home game against the Nuggets or not. Yeah. But the back half, the back half of March is murderers row. So these next eight games, um, we need them. Well, next seven, including the one today, we're one and zero. Me and Randy were talking, or me and yeah, me and Greasy were talking about this. We need six of these. You'd love to see seven, eight, and we're over the moon.
2: Yeah, Very because nice. what ah, the next? Seven games are Bulls, Pels, Grizzlies, Pacers, Spurs, Nuggets, Suns.
1: That's a good little, yeah. That's yeah. a good little reprieve, I think.
0: Yeah, and then right ah, after that, Clippers. they're in Staples yeah. against the Clippers, and that ah, starts shit. a brutal stretch that includes the Rockets, the Bucks, I think the Jazz. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's a.
2: Um, yeah but then but then the end of the like the last five games of the season are not too bad
1: yeah so hopefully by then we've already like you know yeah don't we need to yeah but yeah. okay so let's see so james grambo asked our friend james ask i don't know how the fuck you think of these questions but <laughs> how much money would it take would it take for you to not know how to read what just answer the
2: question at this point I, I, I my, my My answer is what? How
1: much money would it take for you to not know how to read? I, I... Just answer the question. It's okay. Uh,
2: I have no answer to this question because it's <laughs> stupid.
1: Oh, James, you silly motherfucker. <laughs>
2: but... two,
0: two and a half million per year for the rest of my life. 'Cause that point five is going to somebody who's salaried who's reading everything for me.
1: That's smart. That's fucking smart. Yeah. <laughs> I think let's see. If we're going by yearly, I'd have to go like probably like five million. You know?
2: Mm.
1: And like do I really need a read? do I really need someone to read me stuff? I mean my fiancé would do it for me for free, probably, so that wouldn't be too hard. I'll do five million. All right, thank you, James for Asking a question that might have broken Alex's brain. Yeah, so. <laughs> apparently. All right, let's see. Um, okay, good friend, uh, not Chef Gumby asks, who will the re resign? Who will they let go? And then he left a list of the players. So MKG, um, JJ, Courtney Lee, and Tim has a player option, and Willie has a player option too
2: uh tem will pick up his player option yeah i think he will too. uh willie cauley stein i really expect pick to pick up his player option
1: yeah i think he does i think he picks up his player option so
2: i don't really expect michael could gilchrist to come back um unless it's a, at a vet minimum so like you could pick up any vet minimum player i'm not really worried about that um i don't think jj's back next year and i don't think that that's because the maps don't want him back i think that he just retires Okay, I think
0: this is this is his last year. Yeah,
1: yeah, I can kind of see that too. Like, I think he's ready to kind of just be a dad. You know,
2: I mean, this has been a huge year for him to be a mentor to Luca. Yeah, that's true. And Luca's taken a huge next step, and and I think that 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 was part of the reason for JJ coming back was to be that last vestige of the twenty eleven of of twenty eleven. Like that, yeah.
0: And there's always a spot on that bench as a coach if he wants it.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
0: J- which, JJ's which, a Mav.
2: which I could Sam see him taking her. that. Yeah. Uh, a you know, coaching spot, a front office spot, like
1: something. Yeah, like yeah,
2: I could see him playing yeah. a role similar to what um, it over for the Rangers. Uh, Michael Young plays for the Rangers, like just kind oh. of a front office. Like, oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, development type role uh, for the Mavs.
0: I was like, this guy better not say Nolan Ryan.
1: No, 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 but uh, no, yeah, like I kind of agree. Development
0: I could really see for JJ. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: but I can agree. Like, I think, like, I think Tim and Willie will probably pick up their options. Um, Tim actually going like to uh for agency would be a fucking that would be crazy if he did that. Um, because again, I think it, I think it all depends on like the coach he had, and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, yeah, I don't see MKG coming back next year um jj i can kind of see a little bit like if he's like oh shit we made the playoffs let me give you one more year to like mentor like luca and jalen and whoever you know like
2: yeah
1: have you know whatever um Courtney Lee, i don't see him coming back like again I think he's other he's another like really good veteran presence but i think you know we're gonna have even more veterans next year like guys are gonna be older mm-hmm. you know like i think I think it's good for him to be here this year, just, like, to, again, help, kind of help, to, like, I think him and J.J. are, like, the two, like, mentors for all the younger guys, so. Yeah. But, yeah. Well,
0: yeah. well, guys, I don't know if you heard the exclusive this week, but we are trying to work on a long-term contract with Hardaway Jr. going forward. Oh, God,
2: don't, no, I'm not even gonna. We're not touching that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> what a dumb fight that was. But, yeah, just, that is some pertinent info yes, Tim yeah, Hardaway, I mean, that's good, that, yes, to Hardaway is the guy that. Tim Hardaway is a guy we'd like to have around I'd say for at least the next three to four years right
1: yeah. I'd like it you know I feel like
0: three at like know. three at like 18 per or something like that I'd sign up for that probably like I just
1: I feel yeah I feel like he's gonna if he does re-up like I think it's gonna be yeah he's gonna talk to Luca and Chris <laughs> and be like hey like let's keep the um, you know Dirk Nash Finley you know vibes <laughs> going on you know so we'll see though I mean we'll see we'll see in the offseason probably or next season Okay, last question tonight is from Sean Longley. Sean J. Longley on Twitter. He's actually a Phoenix fan. That's interesting. Anyway, (laughs) so uh, biggest goal for the Mavs for the rest of the regular season? Question mark. Playoffs? Question mark. Offseason. Who is one non-starter you think is going to play the biggest role down the stretch? And this is fair because we're all Mexican. (laughs) Is Tex-Mex technically Mexican food? Or is it its own category?
2: okay so let's start from the top thoughts for okay. the regular season yeah the uh, biggest goal like biggest, biggest goal, goal for... is to clinch seventh seed at this point
1: okay I mean I okay I, I think biggest I goal
2: to biggest goal is clinch seventh um, okay. you you know just like get that done and over with and then try and move up if you can if that makes yeah. sense playoffs. Have a competitive first round. I really don't expect the Mavericks to get past the first round. um, Depending on who they're playing. But just make it competitive. Make it six, make it seven games. I'm happy with that. Um, Okay. Offseason. Offseason Continue to grow. Like, you know, the core is there now with Luka and KP. Um, Mm. We don't have a ton of cap space going into the offseason. It's a terrible free agent market. Just... Continue to grow the core. Continue to to work together, and, and everything like that. Uh, that that's what yeah. I care about. Yeah. Um, what was next? Sorry. Uh, who
1: is the who? Tex-Mex. Who was one?
2: What? Oh, no, no. text max was, was like one, the last. No,
1: no. who is one non-starter? You think is going to play the biggest role down the stretch?
2: Uh, well, I mean, it would have to be either JJ or um or Seth Curry. Like, yeah, really, just depends on the situation, but I. I probably lean towards Seth.
1: Yeah, and the last one is Tex-Mex.
2: No, it's not Mexican food. Thank you, God.
1: Okay, <laughs> all right. Uh, for me, the biggest goal for the Masters the Season is to get over forty point five wins so I can cash my shit. Okay, and get <laughs> and make my money. Um, I mean, they're almost because... there, so I don't. Think I, know, I'm ready to be for about. I know. I'm ready for it. I know. I'm ready. All right, uh, playoffs, uh, playoffs for me. I want us to get out of the first round. That's my biggest goal. I think we can do it. I think if, again, if, we're, if we're literally if we're hitting on all cylinders, mm-hmm. if Mark pays the refs off, I think we're fine. <laughs> you know, we'll make oh, it,
2: man. So I've been a little <laughs> bit out of the loop with stuff. Just real quick, have there yeah. been has there been any word on the um on the game that we lost? Uh, uh
1: they said that they're gonna. Uh, nothing's happened. I think what okay. what I think what I heard today was that they're gonna like if they, it depends on like if if that game um, affected seating somehow, mm-hmm. they would try to like go ahead and go with it. But if let's so say they win the whatever, they win the thing. Yeah, they don't worry about it. So okay, um, okay. So after that, okay. So off-season. my biggest off- is again just keep again like you keep developing players like stuff like that, but also really 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 focus on um the draft
2: okay i think we're getting a
1: lot we're getting a lot better at like actually looking at the draft and like especially the second round like we're doing really well about that you know yeah we have our first round
2: pick this year yeah
1: well yeah well you know so you know i think like we've done pretty good with in the past you know we got brunson out of it you know stuff like that i think like and then we've had some sinkers too but you know i think if we focus on that um again mavs draft richie he has a lot of good you know Good quality content about, you know, what's in the second round. So he's a guy we can go to later on and kind of ask, like, hey, like, what should we do with it? You know, something mm-hmm. like um, let's see, if, let's, what's else? Another uh, question, uh, non starter, biggest one on the stretch. It's got to be Seth. I think, you know, Tim touched on it earlier about talking about how, you know, he can move the needle, you know, like crazy, um, for us. So I think he's going to be super instrumental, especially if he keeps up his, uh, the way he's been playing in February, you know? Um, and Tex-Mex is not in Mexican food. There's no way. Okay. So.
0: <laughs> All right, Tim. All right. Turn. So back in order, I guess. So the biggest regular season one for me, I'll get ambitious and say I should, or they should still be aiming um, the Southwestern divisions within reach. So aim at that, like Ooh. make that your, make that okay. your state. Make that your stated goal, and if you fall short of it, even if you're close, you're going to really like where you are. Okay. Um, I really want that first-round matchup with Houston because I think with their size and with Chris Staff's skill set, he would just dem- – we would see a lot of games like today out of him in a seven-game series, I feel like. Um, let's see. What was the next one?
1: The next one was – oh, shit. <laughs> the uh, next one was uh, – Yeah, playoff expectations. Like, biggest goal for playoffs.
0: Uh, definitely going to be all about matchup, but like you guys said, play a competitive series. I think there are matchups we can take advantage of. Um, and it also depends, man, this Lucas thumb kind of worries me just the overall health because it's been a topsy-turvy season on that front kind of worries me. If we can get there healthy, I like us against, not like we should be favored, Mm-hmm. But every series, except for maybe the two LA teams, I think is a very winnable series. Okay. Uh, I even, I think we could give the Lakers a hell of a fight. The Clippers, uh, they're my favorite to win it all. So uh, there's just a lot of athleticism there. And I think they've kind of been playing with their food a little bit all regular season, which is <laughs> weird. Cause they've never won anything. That's like dynasty attitude, but whatever, um, <laughs> Let's see what was the next one? Non starter?
1: Uh off season.
0: Off season. Okay. Um yeah, don't overpay for anything and don't freak out. Uh keep yeah, just and let's get everyone in a uh conditioning and strength, strength and conditioning program. Just okay. yeah, that's good. let's get let's get Luca a little more muscle. Let's get some of the conditioning. Let's like not be so worried about back to backs going into next season and stuff like that. Let's get Luca and KP into the kind of shape where 75 to 78 games should be kind of an expectation for both of them. Okay. Maybe that's a little high. So let's set the bar at 70. And then the non-starter, you guys, man, it's going to depend on our starting lineup depends so much on matchups. That's true. Seth's going to start start some nights. Maxie's going to come off the bench some nights. I guess I'll just say, uh, even if Maxie starts, I'll just, since he's a contributor that's not kind of in our – top three when we talk scoring um i think what max is going to bring down the stretch is going to be huge uh because he's he's kind of the i can't really tell you what his elite tool is i just can tell you he kind of seems to be good at everything yeah like he's he's the swiss army knife in this rotation right now so I think he has a role against every team we could face down the stretch and potentially play in the playoffs so I think he's going to be kind of the the wild card that we pull out no matter who we end up playing so I'm really excited to see what Maxie does down the stretch again what a freaking steal that was Yeah, um, I think I saw we're paying we're paying Dodo DeLon Wright, Seth Curry and Maxie a combined $28 million this season that's <sighs> insane
2: it is. You that know? is
0: absolutely ridiculous. So. Actually,
2: I won't make the obvious joke. Uh, never mind. Please, thank oh. you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <okay. laughs> oh, man. Uh-huh. All right. Now, last one. Oh, yeah. It, oh, the text? It, yeah, it's tex Max Mexican food.
0: Uh, it is absolutely not authentic Mexican food, but that is Thank not you. a knock. It's got its place, and it's yeah. really, really enjoyable.
2: Yeah, so, I mean, I guess I should have said that, too. Like, Tex-Mex yeah, is fine. No, I enjoy it. Like, <laughs> it, It's fine. Like, I don't hate it. Um, I'll eat it. Yeah. Eat it. <laughs> but it is not Mexican food. And so if you're going out with a girl or a guy and they're like, hey, let's go get some Mexican, you better fucking clarify and be like, do you mean, like, actual Mexican food? Like, or do you, yeah, or do you, or do you mean, mean like on the border, yeah, <laughs> or Chili's yeah, or like, some shit? Like,
0: I have like six food trucks within a mile of me right now that are like of authentic Mexican. than any kind of, yeah, I'm in like the food truck capital of the world or whatever. I know but you are. Where
1: but is that again? You,
0: uh... <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. If the if the Kings end up grabbing that AC, we have to have Jay back on for them making the playoffs and for me for me to defend the honor of Thousand Oaks, California. <laughs> I, I can, the Kine, the the Valley stand up baby, our first I mean, our first our first West Coast rap beef on the podcast between me and oh a girl that works for the Dallas <laughs> <Florida Jews. laughs>
2: I uh I made T J mad the other day by saying that I thought Californians all put the in front of highway names, and she said that that's only a Southern California thing, and if you assume all Californians do that, then you're a terrible human being.
1: I'm going to ask TJ she wants to come on
2: later. <laughs> so we can ask I mean, her how things are up on the 5.
0: Yeah, I live about uh, three quarters of a mile away from the 101, but if I want a scenic view down to LAX, I take the 1. Okay. Or the P- the PCH, as it's called.
2: <laughs> you're wow. going to make TJ so mad. I know. Oh, she listens. To oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> it's time to stir the pot. Like I've ever backed away from that. Come on.
2: Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Okay. Uh, any other questions today?
1: Nope. That was it today. Cool. So,
2: so uh, let's fucking make the playoffs and, and enjoy these last twenty-one games, guys. Exactly. Like, Absolutely. Basically, forward to it, guys. Six more weeks of regular season basketball. Holy
1: shit. Okay.
2: <laughs> yeah, I know. Cool. I'll April fifteenth is the last game.
1: Damn. Okay. Cool.
2: Sweet. All right. 16
1: and 0 in the playoffs. Lock it up.
2: Let's go. Oh yeah. All right. Until next week, guys. We'll see you later. Bye guys.
1: Take it easy.